From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. No word yet on the cause of Monday's power outage affecting several thousand customers in Georgetown. Radio Cayman got word shortly after 7 p.m. of the power outage. At one point, some 2,100 customer outages were showing on the CUC outage map. At around 9 p.m., that number dropped to about 373. Rain chances ramp up this week. We had a um, tropical wave that's currently going through us today. And um, it's kind of interacting with an upper-level low that's kind of over, um, say, western Cuba. And that's what's generating the uh, showers, thunderstorms being having um, today. Um, the wave should move to the west of us. So we should start seeing, the, it should start to clear up from early, say, tomorrow afternoon. But don't put away your umbrella and boots just yet. Avalon Porter with the Cayman Islands National Weather Service says there's some unsettled weather moving into our area again. Some of the showers may be heavy, and so it might, um, some, so there's a possibility there may be some um, flood in some low-lying areas. You know, nothing severe, but, you know, a few puddles here and there. Mr. Porter says they're also keeping an eye on a strong tropical wave in the Atlantic. Still a couple of days away, he says, so they'll watch and see what happens. You're encouraged to stay weather aware by heading to www.weather.gov.ky. Getting ready and staying ready. The focus as Hazard Management Cayman Islands continues to test the readiness of government in the event of a natural disaster. The team met with the opposition last week for the annual hurricane exercise. Their knowledge and awareness of their own constituencies is critical for effective interventions and obviously assistance mechanisms, particularly on behalf of the most vulnerable, such as persons with disabilities and the frail elderly. HMCI Director Danny Coleman tells Radio Cayman, providing support and encouragement to non-government agencies, community emergency response teams, district health centers, churches and volunteers who are helping to restore normalcy to their communities following an impact is an important function. Their role is absolutely essential in getting the country back on its feet following a major impact from a hurricane. The opposition are embedded into the National Hazard Management structure with the leader of the opposition as a member of the National Hazard Management Executive. Members of the opposition are involved in the response to all emergencies, advocating for the constituency and ensuring relief distribution centers, debris sites, emergency shelters and other interventions are operating effectively in their district. Leader of the opposition, the Honorable Roy McTaggart. The importance of participating in the annual hurricane exercise with HMCI cannot be overemphasized. The exercise serves to refresh and remind us of the critical roles we play in the event of a national emergency, such as a hurricane. We thank HMCI Director Danny Coleman and her team for their time and commitment to delivering this informative and instructive update. That's Leader of the Opposition, the Honorable Roy McTaggart. The devastation caused by stony coral tissue loss disease is a regional issue. And this week in Cayman, people are coming together to talk about strategies, solutions, and the future. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more from today's opening session. The Department of Environment's Dr. Croy McCoy sets the stage at this morning's opening of the Stony Coral Tissue Loss Disease Management Workshop by the CECOT Working Group. A common goal to conserve, protect, and do a better job and managing our coral reefs. But today, we are planting that seed right here, right now. 
CCOT stands for Coral Conservation Overseas Territories. And just like the name suggests, the focus is on managing Skittledy, stony coral tissue loss disease, a disease which has swept across the region, devastating coral reefs in its wake. Jennifer Hearn is the chief officer in Cayman's Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency. It's the first time that the group has been together in person and they've come together to share their experience and their expertise regarding the, the battle against the stony coral tissue loss disease, which of course is a significant concern for all of us in the region because of the impact it's having on our coral reef. Ms. Hearn says the workshop is a fantastic example of innovation and collaboration across all of the overseas territories, with support from the JNCC and UK. Attendees are here from Anguilla, Bermuda, the British Virgin Islands, Montserrat, Turks and Caicos, and of course the Cayman Islands, along with expert speakers. I've been talking to the Cayman folks. What they've been doing has been incredible with this stepwise intervention with novel methods and all and making sure that they write that up for the rest of us, right? So what worked, what didn't work, these are the things that we want to know that we can share. The sessions are technical, but also designed to encourage sharing of experiences, lessons learned, and suggestions for the future. When we started off collecting your data, maybe we weren't doing it quite right because we didn't know. So we've been trying to improve, improve all of our methods as we learned about this disease. Over the course of the workshop, sessions will focus on monitoring disease treatment efforts, data analysis, and the use of probiotics to treat Skittle D, wrapping up with a session on response planning. And notice we will be not only very productive, but we will emerge with a larger knowledge base on coral tissue loss disease. We'll have renewed energy and hope and we manage to mitigate the outfall of this horrible disease. The coral reefs are so important to us as a country. They underpin our tourism industry, our economy. They're fundamental to our culture. And so it's really, really important um, to be able to respond and to have the benefit of this kind of collaboration. And that response is really tremendous. So even though, and in some ways perhaps because the journey has been so challenging to this point, there is optimism in this room that these discussions will not only broaden our mutual information base, but that the dialogue will lead to new ideas in the battle to protect this invaluable natural resource. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. In other local news... Kite boarding equipment that was stolen earlier this year is located and returned to the business owner. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has the details. The RCIPS received a report of a large blue bag found in the bushes on Thursday, August 4th, in the vicinity of a new development on Farm Road in East End. The RCIPS canine unit was dispatched and a search conducted of the area, which resulted in the recovery of a number of bags containing kite boarding equipment. The items recovered matched equipment stolen on June 20th from a trailer belonging to a kite boarding business located at Barker's Beach in West Bay. However, some items, one kite board, and six helmets remain missing. Police encourage anyone that has any information on the outstanding stolen equipment to contact the Bodentown Police Station on 947-2220. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. As Caymanian unemployment passes 8%, according to the 2021 census, opportunities are being made available for those looking to pick up a new skill. CIGTV's Donna Bush explains. 
Well, the Cayman Islands National Trust recently held a pilot tour guide training program. The Trust's executive director, Anique Jackman, had this to say at the graduation for participants on Friday. This pilot program is one that our team at the National Trust discussed with our three Cayman Foundation and the Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman last year. It was a way we felt that we could share the bountiful and wonderful information about our environment and built heritage first with our own people so that they could then pass this on to visitors. One participant, Lenin Christian, spoke about the three-day program. We have almost 20 people here from of all different ages, all different districts and interests, uh, but all are either born Caymanian or Caymanian at heart, naturalized Caymanian, all with one common denominator, which is a very heartfelt, close connection and appreciation of Cayman, as well as a desire to share that, whether it's on tours or in the hotels or schools that they work with or other businesses or with their families. It's definitely what some people call Cayman kind, and I think if you could have bottled it, that, that would have been a good source over the past three days. Minister for Finance, Economic Development, Border Control and Labor, the Honorable Christopher Saunders, presented the certificates to the participants while other senior government officials attended the event. The website may be down, but there are other ways you can get the forms you need to sign up for kickoff events for this year's Pirates Week Festival. We've just put out for our food vendors to sign up for the mm -hmm. food festivals that are happening. We have put out for the National Song Competition and also those persons who are going to enter the National Heritage costume competition, the application form is ready. Ministry of Culture's Fantisha Connolly tells her to command news, while official events don't start until September, this month is the deadline for those three aspects of the festival. Pirates Fest kicks off on September the 3rd with the song competition and the heritage competition, heritage costume competition. We put it out there, but we want to keep reminding folks that, you know, this is happening and you need, if you're going to enter, mm -hmm. you need to get on that right now. Miss Connolly is hoping the competitions will bring out some amazing talent and participants are looking at some pretty big prize packets. We had such a great response with our first song competition that was uh, mm. with the Jubilee that I'm anticipating even yeah. bigger and, and better ones. I mean, you've got a top prize of $3,000. Applications for the song and costume competitions, along with the vendor forms for the Craft and Food Festival, can be found on the Pirates Week Festival Facebook page or from the receptionist at the Government Administration Building. The deadline is August 22nd. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.